0: We all have inner work to do. Real Life, Real Faith is an opportunity to connect with Cheryl and her guests as they take you on a journey to help you become your authentic self. Whether you need help goal setting, developing coping skills, or connecting with a power greater than yourself, Cheryl is here to walk with you on your path to personal transformation get inspired as Cheryl lets you become an active participant or just sit back and glean from the messages delivered it's real life real faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan Oh, she What you <feel> to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and am just can you hear me? Yes, I can. can. Great. Well, yes, I can. Yes, I can. I had to come here to the control booth so that I could see, the, uh, see everything on the radio. We're going to get started in just a few minutes. We're trying to make sure everything is set up here live. So we'll be with you guys in just a minute. No Thank yeah. you. Hey, E? All right. Okay. We're trying to get everything set up here in the actual in-person studio part. So I'm going to play, if you can play some music or something for a little bit, and uh, then I'll be back. No problem. getting everything set up. Uh, going on with our media. Okay. Great. Thanks. Hey, Cheryl, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Cheryl,
1: how are you? I'm doing
0: well. We're trying to get everything set up here for the um, in-person set, so we're almost ready. Are you in in tweet chat? I'm in tweet chat as well, yes. Great, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All righty. (laughs)
1: Thank <laughs> you.
0: Okay, everybody, this is Cheryl Lacey Donovan with Real Life Real Faith here on Blog Talk Radio. We are getting ready to get started with our uh, forum in just a few moments. I know that I have Cheryl Gordon-Love, Navi Robbins, Hurley is on the line as well, and Alisa Gabrielle. So we'll be back with you in just a few moments on Real Life Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. While we are going into a break, we listen to Shanita Jones. Mm Started. It's actually being simulcast um, on Blog Talk Radio, and I believe Facebook Live, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see if we can hear the people on the line. Uh, let's see. John Gordon Love,
2: are you there? yes, I'm still here.
0: Okay, let's see. I didn't hear that through the. Let's see if. Uh, my person in the sound booth, hit Cheryl Gordon Love and see if we can hear her through the system. Say something else, Cheryl? Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Hit the little red microphone. Okay, speak again, Cheryl. I'm here. Okay, maybe not. All right. Well, I can hear here. I think I can hear and put the microphone close to you if you need to speak, okay? So, we want to welcome everybody. This is a community forum to talk about the state of our community. Real life, real faith is time. we casting this live on Blog Talk Radio. We have guests that are also here in person as well as on Facebook Live and I think on Gospel. TWC for me or they're also having a broadcast live as well. We want to thank everybody that is here with us on tonight. And the way that we want to start out is to give each of the individuals that's up here with us an opportunity to introduce themselves and give us an introduction or their thoughts on the state of our community as it stands right now. So we're going to start over here tomorrow, right The Pastor ready? about okay. having an assumption. All of it is systemic. And until we get to the root of the situation, I'm afraid that
3: we'll do a lot of
0: dialogue, a lot of talk, there'll be a lot of chatter, but we'll not see any type of progression. Why? Because there are people that live within our culture who are fighting against the people culture. Until right, those people are brought to the forefront, until so it's threat. until you show the virus what's really needed, then the epidemic will become a cancer. I think that that's where it's uh, a pandemic culture, where the different section of mind, of permeating throughout society, does Hello, everybody. I'm Officer Rocha. I'm at the I've been a patrolman for about four years now. And thanks for having us here. great show. It's a daily basis. It's a real talk. Jeffrey Elboni. I talk about these issues all the time. right write about them all the time. And uh, Dr. King, I promise many of us say we love him. We quote him. We talk about him all the time. But he
3: said some things
0: that I think that are very important. He said, uh, one uh, said a quote that there comes a time when silence is betrayal.
2: Well, he also made another quote that I often reference said. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about black lives matter, all
3: lives matter, however you want to say it.
2: There would be no
3: black lives matter movement if all lives truly matter.
2: And if we ignore and try to vilify a movement
3: because they're saying things that they've been saying for years, you go back to slavery, come out of Reconstruction, you deal with the Ku Klux Klan and lynching and the Black Codes and you go to all of the other things
2: that impacted negatively African Americans. Talking about Jim Crow, Dred Scott and everything legally that uh, that was imposed upon African Americans and kept us disenfranchised, people always rose up and said, we're tired.
0: Enough is enough. And Sadly, in this country,
2: everything that has negatively impacted African Americans has been done by the law. If you go back and look at it, and you fast forward to
0: the Edmund pettus Bridge, and you think about those peaceful individuals that were simply marching from Selma, Alabama, to the
2: state capital of Montgomery, they were trying to get voting rights because they were being disenfranchised in the South. And as they crossed that bridge, it was the government and it was law enforcement officials that beat the,
0: hell. Sorry, <laughs> beat the hell out of those peaceful
2: protesters that were just simply marching across the bridge as they were on their horses and as they had their billy club. And it
0: was all for the world to see. Up until that point, we didn't see all of this on camera, but it was caught on camera. Video, national news media, and even
2: internationally for the world to see. You go to Rodney King and you go to various other incidents, just like here recently with Orlando Castillo and others, and you and you
0: ask
3: yourself the question, man, at what point do black lives really matter, and at what point do those that say that all lives matter start speaking up for those that are having their lives taken wrongfully by rogue,
2: irresponsible individuals. So I'm here to just have a conversation with us so that we move from a a place of naivety
3: and our avoidance of the real, as he said, the real root problems that we face in
2: America. We keep kicking the can down the road. We keep avoiding it. keep putting a Band-Aid on it. But we have some serious issues, and they're involving the systems in this country that impact us as African Americans, we need to talk about.
0: That. It's funny that you mentioned that, because I just know that movie today to my students tell us and asking the question, that it seem eerily the same? And we're talking about 50-some years later about the same same issues.
3: Um, we also
0: have some people joining us on Blog Talk Radio tonight. Um, Navi Robbins, what we are doing right now is allowing those that are joining us to give us a brief synopsis of where they think the state of our community is right now. So, Navi, if you don't mind, go ahead and tell us uh, what your insight is on this issue. Uh,
2: first of all, I want to thank you Thank everyone for allowing me to be a part of this important forum. Thank you. Anyone everyone hear me good?
0: Yo, we, we hear you pretty good. Go ahead.
2: Okay, thank you. Um, to be honest, at this point, um, we can talk about it as much as we want, but action needs to be done. Violence is the key marching as we can tell isn't working um there's a problem in this country where black pride is a threat as well as it's being used against us when we decide to say black lives matter this country throws in our face that well you know black on black crime so it's kind of like we want to show pride but then the country shows us things about ourselves that we shouldn't be proud about and so it kind of we kind of cower away because we feel like because we're not perfect, we don't have a voice. And historically, his, history teaches us that the only thing that makes this country move is financial embargoes. So at this point, uh, we could talk about it, in march, but it comes a time when we, we have to band together, whether it's one town at a time or entire cities or nationwide, but it comes a time when we are going to have to start making it a bankruptable offense to murder unarmed Black people. That is the only thing that this country has ever understood when it comes to the Black struggle. And in my point of view, that's just what's going to happen. I mean, we boycotted the buses and things changed. We marched and marched and we got our behinds whooped and people died and people were injured. But once the economy was injured, that's when things started to change. And I think that we need to look at that and try to not follow it, but try to build upon it and even actually enhance that method. Because at this point, I mean, they're shooting unarmed black men laying on the ground with their hands up. Uh, So, and a lot of people say that they fear, police officers say that they fear black men, but psychologically, you don't purposely look for something that you fear. You don't purposely look for black men to pull over if you're scared of them. Psychologically, that's not how the mind works. You avoid what you're afraid of. You're that afraid of black people that you, the first thing that comes to mind is shooting them. Why are you always pulling them over? while y'all was pulling us over? So I don't think it's fear. I think fear is just an excuse. And so we have to allow them to be afraid of our black dollars being pulled from their time.
0: Thank you, Nadia, so much for that. Um, we also have on the line tonight, Hurley Morgan, um, who's also a contributor to Real Life Real Face Magazine. Hurley, go ahead and give us your insight, please.
3: Yes, uh well like everybody has said, i mean there've been a lot of good points made that i that i've heard and i and i personally feel that when it comes down to the change that needs to be made there's three areas that we really need to focus on and if we don't focus on those areas we're going to be looking at this stuff 10 20 15 you know years down the road we're looking at mindsets need to be changed parts need to be changed and structures need to be changed and when i when i talk about mindsets you know, it's, it's either African-Americans or Caucasians in this country. We we have these mindsets of stereotypes and all those good things, and, and people are fearful of the African-American man. I can honestly say that. It's just like if we, if we stopped and thought about what we were doing, we can, you know, band together. Our minds are really very powerful if we come in and do what we need to do. You know, we have, like Navi said, we have this black-on-black crime going on and, and you know, there's a lot of things don't look like it's, it's common sense stuff that we, you know, people think about. It's like, okay, that just not don't make sense for how you know they're acting. But again, it's the structure that they've been put in. It's like the environments that we have. And when I when I talk about the hearts, hearts of men, you know, unless we all see that everybody lives matter, especially these black people that that are going down in these streets for just just crazy stuff like broken tail lights and you know, selling CDs, those kind of things. Unless we change hearts of people, you know, we're gonna always have these issues which are tied to the police officers, the politicians, are in these structures. So, you know, you have these these codes where these officers protect one another. We have to we have to get away from that. If if they're, if you're doing wrong, then you need to be put out on you know put out on blast for doing wrong. Until we do all this stuff and get all this stuff under control, we're gonna always have these issues, and, and that's and the question is how do we fix these mindsets? How do we change these hearts? And how we fix these structures? So that's pretty much what um, where I'm at with everything. I just want to just see how we can do that, and that's that's the main thing, and making the movement happen.
0: One of the things that you said uh, earlier that that struck me, and I want to ask any of the officers or all of the officers to maybe respond to this, um, because we do know that there are what we would consider good police officers. I believe that. The question is, um, if you are a good police officer, how do you stand by and watch someone else do something or another police officer do something that you know is not right? And, and 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 or why do you not speak out more vehemently about the things that you see that are incorrect within the department? And any one of you can answer that. Could you could you kind of go up to the mic? Okay. that's <laughs> really that's one to you know we've heard, well we've got to know him we got that we're no longer going to have that I've like about this point there's too much there's bad I can guarantee that every person you know, don't want those bad I with them don't want those bad these can as we. What well, I want to ask you is. Yeah, I don't know also in tweet chat. Until are there any questions that are coming from the tweet chat right now? Hi. No, nothing yet on tweet chat. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Um, Let's see, Navi Robbins or Hurley Morgan. Do either of you have any responses to what you just heard? Navi and Hurley, still there? Maybe not. We've also been and and Thomas and I want to um, give them an opportunity to give us some of their insight on the state of our community. If you can take the microphone over there to them, please. I'll see the energy, which is wild on the root because they keep perpetuating That's where any type of socialism that comes out and brings everybody on Because you don't really make money on a socialist So what we do, what the media does, is it forms rich people for a lot of people in the media to block and to say, that's all that problem. That uh, he was doing to it. to stop right? And what we you want to bring a of older countries, to you got My whole thing was I'm not for politics. I'm not homework. to I'm not going talk. That's just top thing. I'm for more of uh, economic strategies that simple the system. So that we can start getting funding into these low income areas. So that if you fund these low income areas, you can then start changing the environment that these children are going up in to show that there's something different. So we're gonna sit there and we're gonna talk, and this is wrong it's wrong if you're black, still and black, black, still, But if so we sell it it will always be money and money is a gonna the us because uh, rich people are seeing our life. We told us uploading off why? We so, and we commercial spot. The more you broadcast this the more you broadcast this specific culture, the more money you And broadcast no. real problem. This the Race for common is what's driving from Common is we black people are and do this, not, we to do We're the black people of them, the money back to the community. So, love is the popular word. It's the popular word. If you want to see love, We should see love. The real issue is not that love. That's why our men can have a you. Navi
3: Robbins, Nassie Robbins, are you still
0: there? Yes, I am. Were you able
3: to hear that? Uh, a little bit
2: going in and out. Uh, been listening uh, between the live streaming. But, okay. yeah, I heard, I heard a, a lot of what's being said, and we, everyone has some great solutions and great points about how we attack and deal with this situation. And it's great. It is. It's, just, it's really great. But, again, my point to all of this is, for one, the black-on-black crime thing and the media and everyone else telling African-Americans what we should find important. You don't own African-Americans anymore. As a people, we can decide what we find important. No one should tell us what we should find important. Today is police brutality. Tomorrow it could be, you know, you know, government cheese. Whatever we find important for us, that's what we should be able to find important because we are free. We should not be judged as, an, as, as a group of people because we don't judge white people the same way. And police officers does, don't want us to judge them the same way. They want us to know that there's some bad police officers and there's some good police officers. And it's the same thing with African Americans. There's some bad African Americans and there's some good African Americans. same thing with Muslims. When we look at how Muslims are portrayed throughout the entire planet, 9-11, Benghazi, Paris, uh, Italy, here in the United States, what happened in Florida, all of these different things that you see that's happening, thousands of lives being lost mm-hmm. due to terrorism, but I have yet to see a police officer shoot an unarmed person who is a Muslim or of Middle Eastern descent. Now, you would think that someone who comes, if we're putting everyone in a pot, you would believe that they would be more afraid of them than of African Americans because we haven't touched those numbers. But for some strange reason, everyone else have their day in court. African American men or unarmed men and women, Hi. we don't get our time. We don't get our time in court. We our court date Hi. and our judgment is right there on the street. Our bodies are left there on display for our mothers and our brothers and our sons and daughters to see us lay out and bleed out, and that's unacceptable. And we have to stop playing nice about it. We have to talk about this seriously. We can't keep playing nice about this situation. You know, know, let's all come together and meet. If there's going to be systemic changes, they need to be done from the police department first. Police officers can no longer just be fired when they murder someone on the street or they kill someone under questionable circumstances. They have to be tried and convicted. If they're be they taking oaths, so they should be held even more accountable for the laws that they break than everyday citizens. They tell us to stop, don't. They tell us to, you know, don't hold that no snitching rule. Really. You and know, I pose the same thing to the police department. You see something, do something. I come from a family of police officers. My father's a retired Chicago cop. My uncles. I come from a family of servicemen and police officers. police officers. Excuse me. So I don't want to see any dead police officers. But at the same time I don't want to see any dead citizens either.
0: He said it's not very oh. difficult. He caught up education, he is to stay in weekend. Everybody's caught up and back home. One of the biggest problems among our people is we don't even know who people are as a people. And the reason why I say that is give us a quick issue. We used to call colors, We went from colors to Negro. We've gone from Negro to black. Now we're African Americans. We don't know who we are as a people. Who so we are, where we come from. We thought I'd show the difference. Both of our kids don't even know who's family in the camera in the district. If our public school system is not going to teach our kids, we as parents, we as a community, as a business need to educate our children. i stop represent Southwestern that time. we don't own an airport to supply the drugs. Need. Everybody talks about Chicago. Chicago does not even have a gun store in Chicago. How are they get the to kill one another. So it's an issue. They never got it in the criminal, but we don't want to talk about it. It's America's very good. secret. you say the police want to be a part of the community. As for sons. son. One of my sons, walking home from school, waiting in an officer to stop him and question That's wrong. That's racist. Because I live, I don't live in a city. So he was one of the lowest waiting in his place. While another child, a beautiful horse car at graduation, he was getting stopped every anyway. minute. So the same kid was, we got rid of the car, put it in a family car, yes, that's racist. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, there may be some little things out there, and there always is no hope to acknowledge it. He never killed the But we have to do something about this policy in America that black is bad. Every black male is not bad. Every black female is not bad. And that's what they taught us in this country. Black is bad. And, you didn't in the room. It is. and we don't want to own called Black Lives Matter a racist group. Uh, with these term here? Uh, sure. A terrorist group? The biggest terrorist group, I didn't say they to shut it down. But you want to shut us down. I'm not saying I agree with everything Black Lives Matter does, but it's still racism. You can't shut us down, I'm not shut down. Thank yeah. you can go back to the Ku Club's plan. After Reconstruction, or during Reconstruction, after the Civil War, they it was the plan. They did set the others who did not want to just assault black people because they were black because of the It was the fact that black people were having gains economically and politically. And whenever you know, you can gain politically, then you can change your situation economically. And otherwise, when you look at all my situations, y'all, just be honest, when it comes to the judicial system, who's negatively impacted the most? Where's the disparity? When it comes to health, when it comes to education, when it comes to all um, these massive corporations, actually, Americans have given the major plus, which is many of them own drugs, and very young things. And so, when you talk about black on black, crime and all this stuff, I mean, I what I'm going to understand that all the credit is to spend what the government is standing and doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And here it is, we are having yet another downhall and another conversation. How do we solve the problem? Black people have simply taken it for small. Give us what we need and get the hell out of it so we can live and we can prosper. But they haven't gotten out the way. And the systems of right. race have moved our lives to the where we constantly attack, We're constantly And we constantly have no money And so Where do you live? How do you live? That's my question oh, mm-hmm. How do you live in a, in a, in a country Where you're constantly You have to be This is the only one To do the business You have to live in a restaurant You went over there to Johnny And you went to this country And came home and they had a big event for him at the hotel. He couldn't even go into the front door. It was for him. It was for him. Was for him. This was a racism. And I was just amazed him, You do believe that we is tied to, be to because those
2: who have the power, make the rule. Like you
0: said, someone the rule. What is
2: it? You have to go. get the rules.
0: unfortunately, you don't have to go.
2: as not And those who do
0: that, so they can't rule. Well, how
3: I- and we're going to get to
0: that in just a second. Hurley, Morgan, are you still
3: there with us on One right now? Yes, I'm here. Do you have any comments on this? Yeah, uh, I mean, like I said before, everybody's making valid points. And, and again, it's, it's, I think a lot of it has to do with where, where everybody's come from. Like, we go back to the, the slave times. What did they do when, you know, they wanted to make sure that, everybody were in their place. They separated and made sure that people of different languages were together and you couldn't understand. So it's kind of like a divide and conquer type thing that we have going on. In order for us to to figure it out, we have to come together. How do we come together when we never truly figured out how to come together in the first place? We've always been taught to be separate. So, again, it goes back to mindset. How do we change our mindsets? And you know, and I and I get the whole point where we shouldn't be looking at just black on black crime because we never hear white on white crime. We never hear those things, and that's the kind of stuff that we definitely do need to get away from in order for us to unify. But the only way we can unify is to start from the politicians down. I mean, you got you have who's running the White House right now? We got Republicans running the White House, and of course, the Republicans are going to put in bills and and loans that fit their mindset. In order for us to get these changes and, and make sure you have judges and all these people that are going to make the laws and make sure everything is equal, we have to put everybody in place to make sure that happens. Like right now, we have no voice, pretty much. Anytime you can see somebody getting murdered in the street and then you go to jail or they don't go to jail and, and you present this, these films and all this stuff and it doesn't, and it doesn't bring justice to anybody. So we, we're fighting all of this stuff. So these systems are in place. But nothing is working because you know it's black and white, but no one is getting held accountable for what they're doing. And until we we change the laws, until we change the people in, that are making these laws, we're gonna be right here talking about what we need to do to fix it. Because again, who's gonna stand up and make it change? Who's gonna make it happen? So it's like action. We need a, we can talk about it every week for the rest of our lives, but until we make these actions. Come to place. It's gonna always be just that, just all. So we we have to figure out what what needs to happen. And like he was saying, you know, let us be us. If if you're scared to really, you know, do things because we again we are really powerful people if we if you think about it. But we're not given a chance. We're held back, and it's like we we also have to get out of our own way and change our own mindset. And 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 it's a lot of it's it's just a lot of mindsets that we that needs to be changed. And and that's basically pretty much how I see
0: it. Well, I I think that uh, one of the things that always comes to my mind is when we keep looking for the outside, somebody Mm -hmm. from the outside come in Mm -hmm. and change what's happening with us, I think that there are things that we can do from the inside that we need to be doing for our own community. Simple things like, um, for instance, and, you know, people can get mad at me if they want to, but when it's time to go to jury duty, what's the first thing we do? We don't go. We, we look for excuses. We try to figure out reasons why we don't want to go to jury duty. Then we get mad when there's not a group of our peers up there for our sons and daughters that are doing whatever they're doing that can maybe suggest that they go to psychiatric ward instead of going into the prison system. We don't go to jury duty. And we get mad because everybody in there looks like us. When it's time for the community meetings at the police stations, the sucks, the, what do they call them? The, 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 the business meeting, we don't go. I went to some, and maybe it maybe was three or four of us there. But we get angry because there are not changes being made. What are we to be the change that we want to see? Some of this stuff that we're looking for other people to do for us, we need to start doing for ourselves and stop looking for everybody else on the, because everybody else on the outside really doesn't care what's going on. We should be, we should care enough ourselves to make some of those differences for ourselves. My girl, Missy Early hasn't had an opportunity to talk yet. Go ahead, Missy. Tell us what you got on your mind. Well um uh, first of all, I'm the church, and uh, I just want the light in the church. And uh, I have maybe five of us in the whole church. And uh, I want to, that I think I stand for the first thing interracial marriage in the world today. And I think uh, that, and I don't know how to say it correctly, especially with all the knowledge uh, that I've been um, But I have been in interracial marriage for 21 years, and I have children who are the front. I have factions on both sides of And I grew up in a family where I had a white mother and a black stepfather, and I was the only white child uh, child in the marriage. And so um, there is a special appreciation that I have for uh, what Martin Luther King died for. And so that's why I have to say. People died for those things. And sometimes, frankly, uh, I don't see that same appreciation. On the other side of the fence. Mm-hmm. And as um, mm-hmm. much as you get so, do I walking in establishments and things like that, uh, I'm in the South. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean, have a problem with it where I was from uh, Arizona on that side, but here in the South. Of Florida, and so, racism is very real, very real, still in a 21 year day. still very real. But I want to speak to. Three things that I believe contribute, especially to us as that we need to take accountability for that would help as our young men and young women hit the streets to the officers and, and, and adults that are out there. And those three disconnects uh, for me uh, are going to be uh, the first one is going to be there's a parental disconnect. There's a parental disconnect. These are in the age where there are uh, no men in the household. There are uh, single family uh, parents, and predominantly mothers who are raising men, and they're women, and they don't know what to do. And there's no man in the home. And therefore, um, a lot of times, uh, especially when you, you raise a, 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 a man, a boy, a woman must not know how to raise a man. Now there's a lot of hate, there's a lot of resentment because of the act of father or whatever it is. And so there's hate and there's no love in the house. So there's a parental disconnect. Also there is, a, um, there is a material disconnect because we as parents are providing these material things for our children, like Jordans and egg classes and no education. And we stand in line for those things. And Unbelievable to me and then this the last disconnect. I would say is the spiritual disconnect. We have no connection with the church. We have no hands up in the street because we have no hands up in the church. And I'm just saying that that's actually true. There's no man in the house to be able to conceal in our children uh, of Jesus and the worship and things like that. So they go out and they don't have any respect. Our parents are going to school just like they get up out of the bed. And they want their children to act differently and to treat officers, teachers, or even theirselves. They don't respect their own laws. So we have to be the citizens that so and whom to be able to teach these things to our children so that they go out and they simplify what we teach them. There are, are many units where their children are defined into whatever it is that they're going to do. But for the most part, I know that we teach it, they'll do it. And I don't think that we're taking accountability as, especially as a role out of the parents because we're poised the way our white flag and give up and give it to the Attorney General to let it go through them to take power support and not stand again and take care of our responsibility. It's interesting you brought up about the school system also because that's another place where I believe that we um, as a community, while we're looking for the just to educate our kids and the teachers to educate our kids, you know, I remember when my children were younger and I would they would call me about one of my children and I was there at the school like that. And they literally were like, oh, you got here so quick. Why are you here? Are you? I, he was just talking in class. And the thing is, why don't we do that? I get it. We got to work. I know it's important. And we have to have a double judge, all that. But at the end of the day, See, this is our future, our children. Why are we not volunteering in schools? Why are we not at the TPA meetings? You know, like you said, if we were going to get some Jordans, and why would we wrapped around the building, but when we say TPA meeting, you can't find nobody. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pastor Hurley wants to say something and then send to you.
3: Okay. Go ahead, go
0: ahead. it It doesn't mean it's not here. But also I the Because work in but as we work in that we And as I watch to listen to most I gained the knowledge that we know all our history, but a part that we're missing is our use. Because if we don't invest in our youth now, because when I knock on your door to say I have no done, it shouldn't say that I'm tired of him. We should say, what can we do as a community to bring us together? Because we keep talking about us making decisions. We are making decisions over the community lives. But you guys are just to help us make better decisions. As I listen to my chief, he said we have I A D I am part of this process now. And we go out and we do our job. We go out, we investigate, we pull data, we do a lot of things in order for our community to be involved in our community. Mm-hmm. So, what we need to start our grief, we need to start in the home and bring back kids and teach them how much we value them. So, when they go out in the street and come across me and you as an adult, they have that authority. Like, I respect you that's mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> and that no, that that's to one right. uh, day All these cultures, you make so you have With the so my thing in them, They don't have to know because most of the of them, I know this guy, I know what's going on, I'm been to all the like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to pay the rent, you got to pay the IRS. When you get your property statement for your house, you may own, or your land, you got to pay the community college or Lynn Community College, and you got to pay for the business. business right? okay. And so your education and health care and all these things are tied to you. So we have a responsibility. Your salary are paid by our tax dollars. So we have a vested interest in what happens with our education system, our health care system, and you all. And so you work for us. You work for us the taxpayers. We don't work for you. You work for us. The mayor works for us. Who else, the council members work for us? We and we got it 20, and so I'm saying all this to say this. When I think about this, is where I really want to share with my, you all. I mean, I love what you all do. For us. I was I don't envy you up to them. But when I look at
2: New York and Cleveland, Ohio, those officers were found not
0: guilty, or they weren't even they weren't even a judge for killing yes. that young 12-year-old boy. However, the city of Cleveland was responsible and the city council made the decision to pay that family six million dollars. Six million dollars. So I was paying to you a billion dollars so that we did something wrong. But yet criminally nobody paid the price. Six point four billion dollars was given to the family of Floyd, But yet Four out of the six officers are already had with of the property, not five million. So I'm saying to you from um, Baltimore and City Council, we did something wrong. We don't pay you for it, but nobody's going to pay the price. No. So there's no accountability. Walter Scott, his family got $6.5 million. Remember the one that they called Cal them county running away? They got shot in the back. Or, five point nine million dollars got given to the family Mary daughter, the one that was choked on camera. So what the city is thinking, who you all work for, is that or who these officers work for in their respective cities, is that we're acknowledging that something went wrong, but those officers are not gonna be held accountable for it, for their actions. So we're going to in essence cover for them for their faith, showing the And that is where I believe that the community, many in the community, are disappointed. Because we're asking, where's the accountability? Who's being held accountable when Ray Ray out to shoot Joe? He's going to the jail and he's going to get convicted. My good friend, Davey. Conversation. If you have a six person, you hearing your recording on it. That way, you're not sitting around on the phone. You don't want to do the three. answer that. We're going to lose our uh, audience on blocktalkradio.com, but I want to thank them for joining us here tonight for this uh, community forum. Just keeping in mind that we did have a couple of things that we all can do in our community to make some things uh, different. Go to jury duties. Go to your school. Be folks. Be volunteers. Be uh, active in your child's education, and go to the community meetings at source funds at the police department, and make your voice be heard. So this is Shirley Donovan signing off on blogtalkradio.com, Real Life, Real Faith, and we're going to continue here in person for a few more minutes, but once again, thank you so much for joining us. Good night. So as patrol officer, first, give you a little background, I guess, about me. I grew up here, born and raised in the city, grew up here in a black neighborhood, uh, single camp.